The song is Daniel's Jam. And also the one where Britney's doing the the ad and it's like, oh my god. Yeah, you like that song too. Yeah, that one's solid. <laughs> it is true. All right, we are joined in the studio by Brian Runo. He is the senior instructional designer here at Market Scale. Brian, thanks for being here today, man. All right, thank you very much for having me. Brian's got a good radio voice. It's very deep. Very, I've I don't been, know. I've been told I also have a very good face for radio. Ooh. Ooh, don't take that. <laughs> I don't buy that one bit. He's also got a really sweet tattoo that he does. we, we all got yesterday. to see yesterday. Mm-hmm incredible stuff yeah one day we'll get cameras in here i keep pestering our uh director about it because i want video content in here but one day we'll get cameras in here we'll bring brian in just for a presentation and it will be the sweet tat yes (laughs) all right brian so we've mentioned a couple times you're a senior instructional designer that's what you do uh you came from northwestern uh to come here to market scale so first of all just tell us what does a senior instructional designer do so my main job is kind of just to review all the materials that the clients would send into us and help to design the courses that the clients would need. So those courses can be anything from product training, onboarding process training, sales training, any sort of certifications, product introductions, whatever, uh, whatever you need to do, then um, we can do that here at MarketScale in terms of instructional design and course development. Very nice. Yeah. So Brian, to get into the thought leadership here... Um, why is instructional design and you know the end product of instructional design, which would be online learning, why are those two a growing piece of business in the you know business and B2B spaces beyond just K through 12 and higher ed? Yeah, I mean, for uh, instructional design and online learning, a lot of businesses are starting to realize that they could uh, increase their productivity and uh, you know, shorten the time period for uh, onboarding people. And right now, from what a lot of um, current onboarding and training materials that businesses have, there was a recent Harvard Business Review article that said 75% of managers are disappointed um, and dissatisfied with their learning and development programs. And 70% of employees don't have mastery of the skills. Mm. And that's from uh, what was currently available. So a lot of businesses are really heavily investing in that. Actually, to the tune of $359 billion um, in 2016 on online development. So a lot of these businesses are realizing they need to improve. They've got a different kind of audience here. And uh, a lot of different ways that they need to explore learning to maximize... um, productivity, profit, and everything else in their businesses. What would you say were the worst parts of online learning uh, in the last few years? You know, like what what made 70% of employees lack retention and 75% of management yeah. despise their, uh, their learning uh, systems? I think a lot of it is where, um, you know, on the first day of orientation, a lot of employees are just given a packet and said, read through this, make sure that you understand this. And there's no real connection there. It's just very, um, it's very broad scope and not really defined, not very engaging at all. Um, but then when you design an online class with uh, instructional design methodologies, then you start to see that there's um, experiential learning is a big thing that's coming up right now, making sure that you're able to do the task um, that's assigned to you and being able to describe what you're doing um, as opposed to just reading through something and uh, assuming that the person has already gained that knowledge. I think that's one of the biggest things that's happening now. 
I think one of the things that um, has kind of become a trend recently is that hiring managers are finding more and more that people leaving college, you know, with a degree are less and less prepared to actually enter the workforce because they learn a lot in school that doesn't always directly apply to what they're going to end up doing job-wise. So can online learning kind of help supplement that where you hire someone who is qualified from a degree standpoint, qualified from a fit standpoint, but maybe not entirely ready to then enter into the workplace uh, just with all of the various nuances and things that you have to know? Can you then supplement that a little bit with online learning and then, you know, have a wider base from which you can hire? Absolutely. I mean, I think that there are some things that uh, business managers are looking for um, for hiring new people straight out of college, like knowing that, um, for instance, a coder knows certain coding languages and is able to produce certain um, software applications, for instance. But for, um, you know, communicating with the rest of the team on what's needed, you know, online learning can be helpful for teaching people how to use whatever communication tool that they're using, like Microsoft Teams or Asana, um, and any sort of internal um, processes as well, just to make sure that they are able to effectively communicate within the organization. Because we know that they have skills um, for coding languages like SQL or NoSQL or whatever, right? but not necessarily uh, within the organization and how their role fits in. So for some people, they're going to hear online learning and it's going to send chills up their spine because they're going to think of, you know, uh, poorly done, you know, internet programs where you're taking a quiz and then it kicks you out of the quiz and you get a 40 and you got to email the professor, you know, whatever it is. Defensive driving. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, for me, this is a a long time in the past. So I'm, I'm guessing things have updated, things have changed. And, you know, what we're able to produce as far as online learning has really evolved over the last 10 years. Well, not only that, I mean, everything has very much greatly expanded in the last 10 years. Um, and online learning did kind of get a bad rap as sort of a um, uh, like co-assignment course where somebody will be able to send you something and then you take it and then fill out things online. Yeah. Whereas now there's a lot more tools available for a lot more learner interaction and using blended or flipped learning techniques. Uh, those are really important mm-hmm. for making sure that um, – whoever's going to be learning is actually learning the materials needed. So um, additionally, analytics has played a huge part in the uh, evaluation of the effectiveness of online learning, and that's just exploded in the last few years. Mm. So as we, you know, look look at this growth in the industry, right, the fact that so many more businesses are adopting online learning in this um, kind of, uh, rejuvenated sense. The fact that it is uh, more engaging, it's more robust, it's internal and external. As more businesses approach, you know, a market scale or they approach a Brian Runo for help developing this kind of stuff, what do you think is the biggest challenge that businesses need to keep in mind as they work with an instructional designer for both the internal and external facing online education? Um, I think the biggest challenge is making sure that, uh, Whoever the instructional designer is, is getting all of the materials that you currently have, even if they're not great, even if your employees hate them, like all of the training <laughs> materials that you're currently using so that we can base um, our improvements upon that. And also making sure that we have at least one subject matter expert assigned to each course, um, sometimes even two subject matter experts, depending on the depth of the course and the depth of the knowledge that's going to be in there. And just also kind of understanding that Um, we're here to help you. We're not here to um, 
you know, tear down everything that you guys have worked hard to build up. We're here to improve your processes and work with you. That's a big challenge that I've seen. Um, and we want to make sure that we break down that barrier. So if there's a company that's not employing online learning in any sense right now, what are they missing out on? And why should they consider it? Um, I think what they're missing out on is that one of the biggest trends now is employee retention is heavily tied to hmm. uh, pr- um, professional development. Right. So the more professional development that a, uh, a company will offer its employees, the better retention rate it got. And that was from uh, Forbes magazine that I read, I think, like last month I saw that. So um, not only are you losing some of the best people because of a lack of uh, professional development, but you're going to have to spend more money onboarding people and you're going to lose out on them uh, once you realize uh, that they're not sticking around because of those uh, career advancement opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. I read uh, not long ago, kind of as we were we were discussing our, our job cast offering, mm-hmm. which is another thing we do here, um, you know, for for uh, hiring managers and that sort of thing. But one of the primary reasons why people were leaving positions was just lack of growth, lack of opportunity, and that sort of thing. And having uh, opportunities for employees to continue to better themselves, to continue to improve, to continue that edu- education is obviously massive in today's day and age. People look for that next challenge, and that's uh, a main reason why people leave. And uh, retention is a huge reason to uh, to consider uh, online learning and that sort of thing. And online learning can also be, uh, yeah, a, a way to um, to kind of in- increase uh, leads and things mm-hmm. like that as well. Uh, there, there are a lot of different benefits to it that, uh, that I think, you know, you might not initially consider, but, uh, but yeah. obviously huge, huge ramifications and huge uh, benefits to this. Right. And I mean, yeah, to your point, it can be extremely external uh, in either creating educational platforms for your customers to then keep them engaged and keep them retained and make them feel like you're offering a service beyond just a product, but, you know, more of an ongoing educational relationship. It can be external in the form of uh, giving online education to your entire industry and becoming a leader for, you know, crafting the conversations and the direction of, you know, everything from standardization to just tips and tricks for your whole industry. That's a great way to set yourself apart. And like we've been talking about, they can be also internal, um, which is probably where the online education has been the most boring and probably where it can use the biggest facelift. Um, so, you know, I, I think a lot of um, I think a lot of businesses will find the most immediate benefits by uh, you know, f- from loading out online learning in-house and internally. But I think the most exciting opportunities are definitely the external ones. All right. Brian Runo, Senior Instructional Designer here at MarketScale. Thank you so much for joining us for a brief chat on the state of online education and instructional design. We got to bring you back on, maybe loop you in for some more content. And Tuesdays and Thursdays, you've got a B2B education update that we're going to be launching here soon. It's going to be a quick one-minute audio bite on education trends and marketing and B2B. You amped Mm -hmm. for that? I am very amped for that. I have at least 20 different sessions already planned out so right this is gonna be huge well talk about 2020 being beefed out already exactly i love it speaking of beefed out brian's a big fan of the barbecue so he's in a good spot here yes you sure are welcome we will you know embrace you with open arms awesome i love it thank you guys for having me of course absolutely thank you so much brian brian's gonna be around and yeah he's gonna be uh popping in the studio quite a bit we're gonna be hearing a lot from brian